Welcome to the Pace Jam. All right. Don't quite have the funds yet for a theme song, but we're hoping <laughs> in the next few episodes that we can uh, bust something together. We are joined today. Let me tell you, it is a special day. We have a treat for you. I got a list here to read of some accolades. All right, and this is gonna take a minute, so buckle in, because this is a big list. He is a multi-time state champion in high school, the 4 by 800, the 800 meters, and 1600 meters two times, twice, not just once. He did it twice. He was a conference champion about a million times. He is the Mason County Central School record holder in the mile. He's a two-time state runner-up in cross country. He's a current red shirt senior on the Michigan track team. He was the uh, member of the school record-setting DMR team at Michigan, ran the 1,200-meter leg. He also, I told you, it's a long list. He's getting ready to have his best indoor and outdoor seasons at Michigan. He is a longtime great friend and even a better person. Chase Barnett, everybody. Hey. Give it up. Welcome, Chase. <laughs> hey, thanks, Jared, man. Thanks for having me here, dude. Hey, this is not awesome. a problem. It is my pleasure. You know, one of the things I didn't even mention that you probably hold higher than anything else. You were so. the best man at my wedding. <laughs> that is, dude. That's an important piece on my list. That's, that's big time. I'm and that a, wasn't on your bio at the, on the website there in Michigan. I'll have to get a hold of uh, our media guy, Kyle, and uh, yeah. have him throw that it That needs on. to be fixed. Yeah, yeah. That's we'll, a big time. That should probably lead it off. I think it's in my, it might be in my Instagram bio. We'll change it when I leave. When yeah. I get off this thing, it'll be in my Instagram bio. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. No, that's cool. That's good. So I'm excited to talk to you today, get to know you a little bit more. I know you pretty well, but the people at home don't. So we need to, we need to dive in deep into the soul of Chase Barnett. That's good. Figure it out. We're already, full disclosure to the people at home, <laughs> we decided, we talked beforehand, we decided we're not very interesting on our own. No. No. I'm not, for sure. Not not enough alone. But you get one glass of whiskey in us, <laughs> and the game changes a little bit. Two glasses, and it changes a lot. And now we're on glass two. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to just start and finish the glass. The interview was going to last as long as a glass, but we decided we needed to have one to start before. Mm-hmm. So we're... We're on glass number two, and I'm, it's feeling good. It helps me out. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm definitely laughing. Feeling loosey goosey. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, really I got a warm right. feeling in my stomach a little bit. I feel like I'm breathing fire, which is good. That's so. good. Yeah. So how? Let's just talk about current right now. How's running going? Running's good. Yeah. Yeah, running's good. It's cold here in northern Michigan. Just yeah. for all you people out in the world, northern Michigan gets cold in December here. Well, um, we need to discuss that because it's. What is it, about 8.30 p.m. right now? So we're in a nighttime interview. Yeah. It's fun. But yeah. we just got done running six miles together. Yep. In, what is it, December 27th today? I think it's the 27th. 27th in northern Michigan, and it was 42 degrees and raining. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It was a wild run. Unheard it, of. It was, it, we were soaked when we came back, but we were warm. It was hot. Yeah. But we were soaked. I think the was rain, weird. too, was making it pretty humid, and it was like, it just felt like I was sweating basically from half a mile. And it doesn't matter what temp. I can look at my watch and I can see that it's 42 degrees outside, but my mind says it's December, so yeah. I have to wear warm clothes when I go out there. <laughs> so I was just sweating the whole time. Yeah. I did not dress appropriately. No. It was hard to do. We were talking about it beforehand. We were like... Yeah, it's hard to change that mindset. I'm yeah. still in December mode. I'm in cold winter mode. Yeah. Not 42 degrees. No. I always think it's better to sweat a little bit, though, on a run, rather than, like, be cold. I'd rather be sweating than be a little bit chilly. It just depends. It's good. It's all right. Well, either way, we're warming up now. Yep. 
So running's going good. You're healthy. Yeah, man. Yep. It's good to be back uh, home for a little bit. Um, good to be running back here with you. I always look forward to this time and a little bit in the summer to mm-hmm. come back and catch up with you and run with you a little bit. Um, but yeah, healthy, kind of coming off a little bit of an injury in the fall, um, but got a good base under me now and looking forward to a good indoor and outdoor season. So For sure. So you did not run many cross-country races in the fall, right? No, not not yeah. this fall at all. No. no. So you'll just, you're just you're itching to get in race mode. Yeah. It's been a while. For real. Yeah. yeah. So when's, when's the next race? Do you know? Um, For me, I don't know for sure, but we have a home meet on January 12th. Um, okay. That is a possibility for me to run and race in. Um, I haven't quite decided. i got to sit down with my coach and talk about whether or not I'll be running it. I think we have a home meet the weekend after. Okay. Um, and so I'll run in one of those two. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys are out there, come down and support January 12th. Um, and then it'd probably be like the 19th. Okay. Come down and watch U of M perform. So. Nice. So what are you hoping to do this indoor season? What are you going to be running? Oh, man. So I'll be running a lot of miles. Um, maybe one or two eights. And then uh, a DMR again, for okay. sure. So, nice. Yeah. Any any target goals? Yeah, there's that kind of big one. Um, goals are weird. I don't know like how much I like talking about goals. Um, but I'll tell you, I mean, it's like... It's kind of out there. I, I want to break four in a yeah, mile, obviously. For sure. And um, you've been on what, 402? I ran 402. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was last, last indoor. And you're, you're tiptoeing. You're right there. <laughs> you're on the edge looking over. I know, man. That's that, close. That last three seconds hurts, though. That does. That's a why. People don't quite understand when you get down to that level that a second is a long time. Mm-hmm. A second is hard. When you're not running 402s, yeah. it's no longer just. You know, you do a couple races and you cut off a second or two, but it's oh. it's a lot of work. And the thing about indoor season too, for us, it's like super short, so you really only get like, I might get one or two opportunities to try to run really fast, um, and then you know we're gonna try to run fast in the DMR, so that takes up a weekend basically. Yeah. Um, and then we'll have a conference meet, and those you don't ever go fast, so it'll be like, you know, I'll probably run maybe four or five meets, um, and you need to tune up, and then three of them are. <laughs> not really, you know, fast miles, so you might get yeah. one or two opportunities, so it's... You gotta capitalize. You gotta make it count, yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Sweet, well, we wish you the best. We're very excited to uh, follow you. I hope I can get down and watch one race. That'll be a blast. Maybe it'll be sweet. Um, and hopefully it's the one you pop off a 359. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the wish. Let's throw it back a little bit. I yeah. want to know the history of Chase Barnett. So how did you get into running? And those Mason County Central track and field days were sweet, dude. Those were wild. Middle school? Yeah, middle school. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, kind of to kind of go back even further from that, my dad ran at U of M as well. Okay. Um, he was a steeplechaser. Um, and he, is he still in the top ten list? or? Yeah, he's on, he's like number seven or eight, maybe. Number seven or eight. Yeah, so he ran like 840. I think it was like 841 or something, right? Low 840. 48 or, or he was, he was quick. cooking. He's yeah. a beast. That's awesome. Um, but he ran at U of M, ran for MCC, Mason County Central as well, um, which is where I went to high school and then, you know, go to U of M mm-hmm. now. So that's pretty cool. Um, so, he, you know, always kind of like been in my head that I wanted to try to run a little bit. And so track and field days, I always got super pumped. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be like dad. And for sure. Whatever. Got to be like pops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run fast and want to run like dad, you know, and got my butt kicked in a couple of those early middle school meets. Who beat and, you? Yeah, like Josh Ritzma. What? Out kicked me one day. Yeah. Oh man. 
It was like sixth or seventh grade. I still remember though. Now you stung. guys were good. You and Josh were good friends throughout high school, right? Oh, super good. Did friends. he ever rub that in? Did he bring that up? Um, I don't. Remember remember Josh, when right? you start breaking school records, I'm just, I'm bringing it up. You know what I'm saying? You know what? If I would have kept running, I'd probably have the records. <laughs> no, I don't think he ever did. No, um, no. I think good man. He's a better man than me. He was. I would have not let you live that down. He was good about it. Yeah. Um. Probably because he knew I'd like I'd tell him, you know, let's just let's throw one down right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's meet the track and see what happens. No, no, no. He was always, uh, dude, he could kick my butt if he wanted to any time, <laughs> any time of day. So yeah. he knew he had that over me, right? Mm-hmm. Big dude. Um, no, but that those were those were fun and uh, got into it. Had a little bit of success, and I think it's like anything, right? You have a little bit of success, and mm-hmm. you feel like you want to chase that a little bit, so. For sure. So would you say initially when you got into running, was it more out of a love for running or was it chasing that, that high of, of victory? I mean, when I first got into it, it was for sure chasing the high. I mean, I didn't yeah. want to put in summer miles. I didn't mm-hmm. want to do like... Oh, big time. I didn't want to do... I mean, I didn't want to put in like in-season miles, right? No, not <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I 100% agree. I think that's how a lot of people start out is... Yeah. You know, you... Yeah, you start in that middle school age, and you get that first win, mm-hmm. and it's just you're addicted to it, right? Yeah, for sure. No, it's cool. It's like, I think I, I read an article about some, like, some wrestler or something. It's it's not, it's an individualized sport, so it's, like, kind of parallel, but it's not exactly the same, right? But it's, like, one of these things, it's, like, an age-old sport, right? And mm-hmm. it's, like, kind of this thing where you, <laughs> it's, like, it, it's not just, it's, like, a will against will. It's not, like, how much... You know, is my shot going to go in or like, mm-hmm. you know, am, am I relying on teammates or whatever? And there's like an element of that for sure. But it's like, it's actually just my will and like. Yeah, there's something barbarian about yeah. man versus man. I'm going to line me and you step in this line. Yeah. And there's the finish line. First one there. For sure. Let's go. Yeah. And there's something about you can dig down and you can find out who yeah. who wants it, who, who has that heart, who has that gut. Right. You look somebody in the eye and be yeah. like, you know, I like <laughs> either I toasted you or mm-hmm. you can look them in the eye. And, and go, I don't know I'm about you, I don't know stuff. about you, but for me, I think a big part of the appeal of running was I was not a big kid when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. I was like five four and like eighty pounds, yeah. soaking wet, right? Yeah. So not a big kid, and so I did not have that intimidation factor where I could I could fight somebody at school or like you know, get picked on and none of that stuff where I could kind of defend myself because I was. Right. I was so scrawny and weak, yeah. but then you step to the line and the game changes, right? Now yeah. you're on my field, and and I can beat you here, right? Yeah, and this is where I this is where I kind of throw down. This is where I impose my will. Yeah. This is where like, yeah, I mean that that was super cool. I, I, I came up in a like I think a pretty athletic class too, just in high school, and like mm-hmm. my way of proving myself was not like <laughs> definitely not on the football field. Definitely yeah. like basketball wasn't gonna be where it was gonna be. It was like all right, I'm gonna like if I'm gonna do something cool that's going to be here yeah and that grew into a love i think eventually Mm -hmm. is there a moment when you saw that switch when you felt that go from i'm chasing a a high of victory to actually i may really love this sport um i can't pick out one specifically but i think i'd have to think it was later (laughs) yeah just when i really started no, I, I'd have to think it was later, more like around junior, senior year. I can't pick out specifically. But, but it was in high school still, you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty early for for a lot of runners, I think. Really? To have yeah. that, that love still in high school mm-hmm. and where you decided, you know, I'm no longer... Because you were very successful, like we, we heard, a couple of state championships. and So it would have been very easy for you to still be chasing 
the victory high at that point. Yeah. Because um, there probably there weren't many races where you stepped the line in high school and weren't fully confident that you were probably going to win, right? Yeah, and that, I mean that's definitely part of it too. Like, not to say that I never, <laughs> you know, I still like I, I think I still stepped the line, and like part of the reason I like stepping the line is just the competition and oh, yeah. you know, like the will to win and like seeing you know seeing what I can do day in and day out. And I don't even you know. Now that I'm thinking about it, it might not even be a love for running. It just might be a love for that that constant challenge and constant competition, and that's how it manifests itself. So I don't, I mean, I don't even know if I'd be comfortable enough saying that I, I'm in love with running. I think I'm like sort of addicted to it in yeah. a way, just because it's like that that natural outlet mm-hmm. um, and natural exercise, and it's something that comes easy to me. But I think like the competition and just like with myself and with others is probably something that I'm I'm actually in love with and For it manifests sure. itself in this in this way. Mm-hmm. I think is How do fair? you see that that's yeah, that's very fair. How do you see that developing as you go from um, a college competitive runner to um, graduations coming up here in what, six months? Yeah. Well graduation's sooner but the end of the career's coming up in about six months, right? Yeah, hopefully six. Um, so six. yeah, for sure. So how do you see that that manifesting, that changing as we go from Chase Barnett, the college athlete, to Chase Barnett, the, the working man? <laughs> That's a great question. It's something that is absolutely terrifying me right now. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, so that's weird, and that's that's probably something i got to reevaluate and something that I've, you know, maybe should be a red flag for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know exactly. I don't have the answer to that. I think I'll, I'll be a competitive person just in the workforce and day to day. You know, maybe I'll, I get lucky and pop a couple off this season, and I get to keep, you know, kind of doing it, you know, semi-recreationally, but also yeah. semi-competitively. Um, For sure. You know, you just never really know. I think with the sport, but um, that's a good question, and mm-hmm. I don't know in short. Yeah. Really. Well, and I don't think you will until I don't. You won't know for sure until you get in that environment until you're done and you're kind of forced to decide is this something this is actually a passion of mine where it's it's solely just the running or is it the the competition that yeah is driving me for me when i was in college i remember having a conversation with a guy um and he said you know of all the people on our team if anybody's going to quit running the day that they graduate it's going to be you <laughs> and that's because i had this reputation of you know i run because i want to win because i want to compete yeah. i want to beat people mm-hmm. not because i love running but it's because it's something that I was semi-gifted at, and I want to, you know, take that and take it as far as I can take it. But they kind of, they saw it as, you know, as soon as you're done, you're done. Yeah. Um, but then I got done, and, you know, it's your routine. You've been doing it for, you know, half your life. Um, and so then it just kind of changed and manifested into a love of running. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could have went both ways, honestly. So, yeah. And I've seen it go both ways. I have, I have teammates from when I was in college that you know, I would have thought would be running 70 miles a week still right and they couldn't go out and run three miles right now so and then completely opposite teammates that were like myself you're like that guy's never gonna run and -hmm. they're still out there pounding pounding the miles so yeah can go both ways i think yeah and it's definitely a good like i mean yeah if nothing else for me i think it's just been a really good outlet and a really good place to like just i mean i don't (laughs) i don't have anything i'm running from or any like Mm -hmm. you know i've been fortunate and talented and you know i've really good opportunities right but it's just for me it's like a, a chance during the day to just like only think about putting one foot in front of the other mm-hmm. and that's something that I don't know if I'll be able to put away um, yeah completely and I think that 
some people are the same way. I mean, I'm the same way. I got I got a buddy who's like, <laughs> who didn't run a he didn't run a step for like six months after you guys. Yeah. Ran. He said he, his first run was. He texted us. He goes, my first run back was 16, hurting pretty bad at 14, but uh, but yeah. we pressed through. And he was talking about minutes and not miles. So <laughs> oh <my> like, <laughs> it's pretty funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah it's it is a you really start to discover who you are as a runner once once you're put in a position where it's. I don't got the coach texting me about what to do. I don't got teammates mm-hmm. relying on me. Um, it's just me and the and the pavement. So yeah. I'm excited for you to see see what that brings. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. Thanks. Um, you brought up a point earlier that your dad went to Michigan. Yeah. Your dad also went to MCC. Yeah. Same school we both went to. Yeah. Now we never went to school together. We were four years apart, so I graduated. Yeah. And then the next year, you were a freshman. Unfortunately, we could have threw down some bad 4 yeah, It would have been a good time. Because yeah. my senior year, we won the 4 bay, And then your freshman year, we were 4 bay state champs. And your freshman year, did you guys make it to state in the 4 bay? No, we didn't. No. Um, I think we I think we won my junior year. Is okay. uh, Remember sophomore year? I think we had a, we got like 7th or 8th or something. I don't okay. know. But, yeah. but your dad also went to MCC. Yeah. And then your dad also went to U of M. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're kind of step by step with him, following in those footsteps. <laughs> yeah. As there, your dad was a mile record holder at MCC. At MCC. Yep. You broke that mile. Like you, he held it till you broke it. Yep. So it's only said Barnett for the past <laughs> what thirty eighty six years. Yeah, yeah. So only had the Barnett name up there, and it's that's gonna stay for a while. I it's hope not so. Going there. So you you've kind of done everything that he's did. Um, have you felt any of that as far as living in his shadow or has there been any part of you at any point that said, I need to take you that competitive drive where it's, uh, now it's me against dad and I'm going to, I'm going to beat him and you beat his record and now you're your team captain and he was the team captain too, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, the, the storylines, you could put them, take mm-hmm. away the names and put them side by side and they're almost identical. Yeah. No, I think he, uh, man, that's. That's interesting to think about. It's cool. Um, for me, I think, I mean, I think I'd be lying to say that it wasn't true at all, right? That I'd be like, mm-hmm. whatever, living in a shadow or whatever, right? Or not living in a shadow, maybe, but like comparing myself to him, right? Yeah. Definitely at some level. Um, I think it's helped because I've ran faster than he has in a lot of cases, yeah. too, so I don't have to worry about it too much. So you almost busted out of the shadow. I don't... If you yeah. would have ran 4.15.9 in high school and he was... Or 15.8. Yeah, it would have been a bummer. I think. Yeah, and if you were team vice captain, yeah. <laughs> he was team captain, <laughs> then maybe you know you're in the shadow a little bit. But right. Um. So yeah, I don't know. For me, it was more about um. More about carrying on a tradition. Yeah. Um, and carrying on that legacy. Mm-hmm. In in all honesty, and, and there was for sure a little bit of that, like, you know, you get asked in interviews or whatever, you know, about dad or whatever and that you know it was like um i mean there's like some of that inevitably i think mm-hmm. but i think for a, a lot of it it was like i was pretty excited and proud whenever i got asked about it just yeah. because i knew that that was a, a legacy that he had left that i mm-hmm. then got to also leave um yeah and got to carry on a little bit as well but it was i mean it's fun competition with him always for sure. and we poke fun at each other that yeah. you know i've ran this fast and you haven't run you know you haven't ran well, you never stepped up to the steeple or whatever, yeah, so you know you're never going to try. So yeah, that's funny. But, uh, well, and that's cool because that's a unique experience. I think that you know, if it, it in high school you're at such a 
you know, young age where you're just starting to get in the spotlight and you're winning races and, um, you know, it's finally got to a point where it's kind of, you know, about you and then you get done and you win this big race and the first question's about dad. Mm. Um, I could see it easily, you know, starting to rub you the wrong way. So for for you to see it in that light speaks a lot to the character uh, and the relationship that you have with dad because if it wasn't a good relationship, yeah, uh, then it would, it would probably rub you the wrong way as well. But right. um, you guys have a pretty solid solid relationship yeah 100 percent. i think that i think that is super a super good point um just that you know i think i i think i understand my dad really well just in the fact that you know he you know we used to butt heads or whatever just little things you know you should get out and run or you mm-hmm. know you should you should run now instead of later in the day or you know whatever but i think a lot of these things that i used to butt heads with him on i, I can you know throughout the years i started to kind of see see the store behind it and see that a lot of that stuff was like for my own good and that a lot of that stuff was making me a better hopefully man and runner as well so yeah i think that plays into it a lot as well yeah so nice hopefully that's not too off topic no that's good i like that no your dad's a good dude yeah and he's fast he was pretty quick he lived it he knows he knows what he's talking about so i listen when he says something yeah and it's cool just to hear his stories of his time Michigan and then hear your stories and mm-hmm. um, be around when you guys are, are talking so that's always fun um, another question I have for you is you know I think people would be maybe interested we talked we talked about how we are four years apart so we never went to high school together right um, and so it's interesting now that we have this friendship of um, you know you're the best man at my wedding um, you'll be the best man of mine. <laughs> well, it's on camera. It's yeah. on, you got it on recording. So yeah, I'm going to hold that to you. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Or whoever you pick, if it's not me, I'm going to make them listen to this. <laughs> like, I was first. Right? You may be up there, but I was first. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget. But where did that, for you, I, I can kind of remember for me when that started to, that relationship started to develop. But when, I've never, we've never talked about this, when... For you, did that friendship start to develop? Yeah, that's funny, because um, we haven't ever talked about this, so this is this is gonna be a good little conversation. Yeah, yeah we should take a sip right now. Um, no, for me, so I remember, I remember you ran in college um, before me and had like a lot of success at the college level too before me, right? And that's something I looked up to a lot and looked up to you and like guys like Chris and Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot in high school just as a middle schooler as a young guy um whatever cross-country practices or when coach sanders let me you know try to run with you guys or whatever right sharks yeah. and minnows or sharks and guppies or whatever mm-hmm. those are fun times right you guys were always so much fun and had like this just crazy like <laughs> cool chemistry and like mm-hmm. just were so much having so much fun together right and so i looked up to that a lot um and i was like man i, I like i love you know i love that that's sweet um, and so when you kind of moved into college, I moved into high school and running kind of became, I think, a bigger part of both of our lives, you know, as we we're not that it wasn't a big part of your life then, but it mm-hmm. became a bigger part of my life and then it became probably more serious for you as well, yeah. I'm assuming, right? Well, yeah, well, cause our high school experiences were much different yeah. um, in the fact that, I mean, I was competitive, but I was, we did win the state championship in a four by eight, mm-hmm. but that was more of a team thing. Um, I was never close to being a state champion individually in anything. Um, and never really took running serious to the level that you did. I mean, I remember I, I finished in cross country my junior year. I finished 15th overall at state. Yeah. And that was a huge jump. I cut off like 45 seconds in one race. Yeah. So it was a big time. And I was sitting there and 
you probably remember this. They bring you into this room with all the top 30 guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, they line you up, and you're sitting there talking. And mm-hmm. So I got the 14th guy and the 16th guy side by side, and they're talking about their previous summer of training. Yeah. And the one guy says, oh, I ran like 600 miles last summer, and I did all these workouts and all this stuff. And this other guy said, yeah, I was at 700, uh, blah, blah, blah. I did all these miles and all this stuff. I'm like, what did you do? And I was like, I did about... 100 miles <laughs> yeah. and a few of them once a week or Wednesday when Sanders we had to do 100 miles to get the shirt the yeah club t-shirt yep. so that's the only reason I did 100 and if you ran on Wednesdays you doubled your miles yeah. so I would go on Wednesdays and do six miles get 12 miles for a week and be done and that's how I got the 100 miles so I was running one day a week and I should run six miles so I didn't train at all in the summer but that was my experience that's all I knew yeah um, what to do until I got to the moment I was like wow people actually run during the summertime right uh, and so where you had kind of your dad and some some leaders to, to teach you that and to, to kind of guide you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I really didn't start running until college where I started to love actual running. Right. And I think I think at that same time, I was getting into a point, too, where I was taking it probably more seriously and starting to put in a few summer miles and a few miles yeah. over the winter um, and winter breaks and stuff. And so, like, for me, when you would come home um, – between your breaks or I think your J term or like mm-hmm. your, you know, your summer breaks or whatever. Um, and I don't know how we ever got connected in the first place. I don't remember, but we went on like one or two runs together over one of your breaks. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of like, it was like, well, I don't know. We texted each other, called each other and we we're like, yo, you want to run tomorrow too? They're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like, it kind of snowballed. And then it was like, every time, you know, we got into town, it was like, you know, shoot, let's go on a run together, whatever, right? And you were yeah. somebody I'd looked up to who's like, you know, in high school, very athletic and like, you know, all this like sweet stuff, right? So you're someone I looked up to a lot. And to have you come back to town and be like, yo, hit me up and be like, yo, you want to run? It was yeah. pretty awesome. So I was like jumping at the opportunity. And then just to run with you and find out you're an awesome dude too. Yeah. Um, I think it was just really easy, natural, like, <laughs> natural like progression into this like really cool friendship where you're in a run you guys are both kind of struggling through the same thing mm-hmm. and uh or we were both struggling through the same thing and we're kind of going through the same stuff where we're just talking about girls and like talking about whatever man this is like horrible and yeah <laughs> <laughs> like why do we do yeah. this and because it was always i'd always be home obviously during the winter like during christmas break yeah um, so I mean, whenever i run in it's just terrible weather yeah um, in those early years yeah. where it was like this just stinks. Yeah. Um, so we're suffering at the same time, right? Yeah. But then I think I think in those moments too, you learn a lot about each other, and then like you're also just like tired, so you're like you kind of all your like inhibitions are gone and down, just like mm-hmm. when you have a couple glasses of whiskey and yeah. you start talking. <laughs> so yeah. it's like not think, whiskey in high school. No, 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 not in high school. <laughs> like not just comparably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, not in high school. Um, Unfortunately, that would have made the years a little easier. I think. Probably one around a little slower. Um. Well, well no. for me, those were, it was very interesting um, because, you know, when I was a senior in high school, um, you know, you hear the chatter and you go, you know, we had to go help the middle school races. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, you see this high school kid running 456, 455, yeah, like and then like low 450s. You're like, there's some races where I'm not running 450. <laughs> um so like this kid's quick and he's the real deal and you know that you know I kind of start to get told the the legacy you know I you know I was a mile or two in high school and so you see the the Barnett name on the board 
um, and I met your dad at a few races and stuff, and so you know the legacy there. And then, so, I mean, my senior year, obviously, I was, I think I was around like 425s um, for the most part, 428, somewhere in there. Um, and then, I think it was probably like my freshman year of college, probably my sophomore year of college, your sophomore year of high school, yeah. where we were like the playing field shift, where it went from, like, I'm maybe a little bit faster than you, to like, now Chase is by far faster than me. And so it was almost a humbling experience coming home and be like, I'm going to call up this high school kid and go running with them. And, you know, he could whoop me right now. <laughs> I'm running 70 miles a week and training my butt off, and this kid could whoop me right now if he needed to. Um, but, you know, it was it was the same thing. For me, it was like, man, this kid, he's a cool, cool kid, easy to talk to. Um, you know, oddly, like, you know, we're five years apart, but we had, like, we relate well and run together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, beside, despite the age current gap, we still... You know, we have good conversations and a lot of similar stuff going on in life. Yeah. Um, so that was, for, for me, that, you know, that's just, you know, for the first couple of years where, you know, that's kind of what our friendship was, though. You know, we would text a little bit throughout the year where I'd say, hey, how'd that race go? Yeah. Or whatever. And, you know, I could always pull it up online and look and see what you did. But mm-hmm. it's always fun to hear from you. Um, but besides that, like, we weren't, I wouldn't say we were, like, best friends or anything no. at that point still. Yeah. Um, and then I graduated from college, and right when I'm, so this would have been in May of 2014, I think, yeah. I moved in to your house, which I still don't really know how that came about, Yeah. Um, but I had to move back, and I didn't really, uh, I just got a, I didn't even have a job in London at the point, at the time, actually. Okay. I just graduated, and your mom got a hold of me and said, hey, we have an extra room, um, that she didn't, you know, didn't know if I had a place to come back to or not. Yeah. In which I was going to just start looking for a place to rent or something. Yeah. And, you know, so she was like, don't worry about, like, charge or anything, like, until you get a job and you're on your feet, like, um, this is the place. So I was like, ah, I've always got along really well with Chase, like, seems like a great family. Mm-hmm. Um, free rent. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, big time. Yeah, that's real big time. So I was like, all right, let's do that. Um, and so you were still, you were senior in high school, still in high school. Yeah. Finishing up. You yeah. Know, it was May, so basically graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's for me is when our friendship really started to develop. Yeah. Um, where we kind of went from being running buddies to, to roommates and then really good friends that summer. Right. Um, where it kind of really started to develop. Yeah. No, I completely agree. That um, that's funny. That's funny that you say that, man. Because I'm like, <laughs> and no, no, no offense to the younger guys on my team right now, man. But I'm I'm like five years apart from those guys. You know, yeah. four or five years apart from those guys right now, and mm-hmm. I'm like. Dude, I, I look at those guys, and there's like very few. T- like, I gotta have a special kind of like, like patience, and I gotta be like, I, not that. I just like it's very hard to relate to someone who's not. Yeah, your age, well, and it, like at that age, it's just you, there's so many things going on that you are different in life. You yeah, know? yeah. They're just getting into college and just starting to experience that, and right. going through their first races and yeah. all this stuff, and you've been doing it for four years, and you're looking forward for to a job and trying right. to. But applications and should I move here? Should I move here? And yeah, just a lot of different things going on in life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like a credit, basically what I'm saying. That's a credit to yeah. you to just be able to like take this young dude and be like, you know, whatever, you're cool. Like, oh yeah, yeah I'm, you know, I'm not gonna like push you, you know, whatever. Right. So I appreciated that a lot, and that was that was pretty cool to me too. Um, but yeah, man, I remember um, coming home from school or like practice or whatever and just like 
like going down and like picking up that ping pong paddle. Yeah. We just go for like hours straight. Yeah, right? I know. I can't believe oh. ping pong didn't ruin our friendship. Um, we got some battles. I'm surprised a lot of things didn't ruin our yeah. friendship, honestly. Like I said, that age gap too, and dude, I'm yeah. sure I drive you crazy sometimes, but <laughs> man, no, I, I, this is ping like pong a, was intense though. Yeah, ping pong was pretty cool, dude. That was. I gotta get dad to get the get the table back out. I think, but. Well, that was just a fun time because I, like I said, I moved in in May, and I didn't get a job and start a job till the end of June. So there's mm-hmm. about a month and a half there where I was living in your house and not working. Yeah. Um, and so I just like get up and like, well, I'm not going to go run because I want Chase to get back and we'll go for a run or mm-hmm. I'll go meet him at practice and run with him there. And so it's like, I'll just sit around waiting for you to come home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the housewife. I yeah. like, well, I guess, you know, I can go clean and, you know, Chase had some cereal this morning. I can go wash that bowl. <laughs> was just she probably washed a lot of bowls. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, eh, I guess, you know, not much I can do until Chase gets back. I'll go hit the ping pong ball off the table and yeah. practice a little bit. No, that's good. Dude, you whoop me every single day. I remember, like, just being... Yeah, you whoop me every single day. My mom's a saint, too, by the way. That was pretty... Yeah, awesome. that was a big move. She's amazing. Because, like I said, we were friends, and yeah. but I didn't know your family super well at that point. Right. I mean, your mom and I had very few interactions up to that point. Yeah. Um, you know, there was... I'd come over to your house just a handful of times, and you probably count on one hand up mm-hmm. to that point how many times I've been in your house. And if it was more, it was just a run. Yeah. I just meet you in the driveway, and we'd go out and run. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so for her to say, you know, she had... Um, you, your senior, your yeah. sister was a junior, junior yeah. and Sadie was seventh, sixth grade, maybe? Really young. Yeah, even maybe fifth grade, yeah. fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. And so, to have this strange stranger <laughs> come in out the street and, and to house him, you know, it's pretty rare. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, no, that's a yeah, good... She's the same. Yeah, she's she's amazing. But that's a good point. That's definitely, like, I think just spent, like, I mean, we probably saw each other every day at that point, yeah. right? I mean, we... Probably spent multiple hours a day. And yeah. Yeah, it's definitely for there. sure. Yeah, that whole summer. Um, and I mean, I, I lived at your house for about eight months. Okay. So even when you went away for school, I still lived there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that whole summer. So that was May. That was like five months before you left for school, probably. Yeah. Um, that we and that's for me when it became kind of formative. Mm-hmm. Um, when that friendship was really solidified. Yeah. But that brings me to another another point is. Um, and I don't know if you find this, but I was on a run the other day and kind of think about things, and I realized that majority of my really good friends, and when I look at you know the guys in my wedding, besides my brother, every single one of them were guys that I either ran with in high school or ran with in college, mm-hmm. or both with Chris. Um, and so, or I guess we never ran together in high school, college, but we run together all the time. Yeah. Um, so all besides my brother, every single best uh, groomsman was. That, that friendship was built on running. And when I started to think about all of my other friends, and I was like, anyone that I would consider a good friend, uh, or a great friend, like, you know, one of those, you know, this is the top tier of friends, yeah. was built through running. Um, the foundation is on running. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find that same experience, or is that is that unique to me? Um, I think I definitely... That's hard to say, I think. I think for, I mean, like you, again, you're my best friend, so, I, you know, I'm you're through running, right? And yeah. I think a lot of my teammates and my my boys back at school, I mean, all my friends back at school, I don't think I have a friend that's not on the team back yeah. at school, right? Yeah. And so I think back at school, it's a unique experience because 
you go, you live in the dorms with them your freshman year, right? Yeah. And you eat dinner with them. Um, you go to class. You try to get classes in the same classes with guys who are on the team because you know them. You're at practice for five hours a day with them every single day, right? And so you're actually with these guys for 24, 25, you know, whatever, 20, 20 hours a day probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, like, inevitably become your best friends at yeah. school, right? Oh, your exactly. teammates at school. So, mm-hmm. um, And you don't really have the time for to make other friends, right? I mean, it's class and it's running and class and it's running. Yeah, class runs sleep, yeah. you know, try to get a meal in. And yeah. Wait, you know, so yeah, it's tough. You do, yeah. But there's no, like, yeah, no time to, like, go to whatever, a bar and party or whatever. And, like, yeah. you know, meet other guys that aren't on the team or go to, you know, even go to, like, other, like, you know, social functions up on campus or, like, I think uh, some of the, yeah, some of the groups do like spring break trips or whatever, and we're you know we're back at school training, mm-hmm. so it's it's there's no time for anything yeah. like that really, um, unfortunately. But. Yeah, and I think that's part of what what I'm getting at here is socially, I found it very hard because we've had because it was the same thing in high school pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as a runner, that is your life. Like. People don't realize when you want to compete at a high level in running, I mean, it consumes your everyday life. Yeah. Um, and so for me to make friends outside of that, socially to make, I have a lot of acquaintances, a lot of people I consider um, friends, um, but not great friends. Those great friends are all runners. And so just socially to develop a deep friendship outside of running has become very difficult. Yeah. Um, because when I sit and I talk with somebody and we don't, have the ability to go out on an eight mile run together and we don't have the ability to talk about you know ah, this muscle's tight this week or this is sore or yeah. i'm training for this race or whatever like that's just become the foundation of all my friendships mm-hmm. uh, that it's become very difficult to sit with another guy and talk about other things and develop a deep bond yeah outside of that no i completely uh, agree yeah i don't know i just didn't know if you found that true in your life too or have seen that develop at all yeah so high school is a little bit different I think I was blessed with like a really good core group of friends just because we but that was I mean that was sports too right so we played basketball mm-hmm. all my, my good group of friends um, through high school played basketball you know for seven or eight years together right all through mm-hmm. high school and so I, I was blessed with a really good group of friends but that's sports and athletics as well and it, it's it's interesting I think again I'm lucky just because I get to go back to those guys um, and I don't talk to them for six months at a time but I can come back and grab a bite to eat with them and have a really good like you know have a really good time with them we'll we'll always be friends but definitely through running you guys all go through a similar like pain point and a Mm -hmm. similar like just hurt and you have this time together that no one else get you don't you don't get a 50 minute time block with anybody just to sit there and talk Mm one-on-one that's what you get in an eight mile run or yeah for sure Um, and it's the same like there's this uh i heard somebody say that you know, the best, most intimate conversations I have with people are when they're in a car because you're driving and both of you are looking forward and it's less awkward because you're not making eye contact. Yeah. And, um, it's kind of, you can let your guard down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I kind of think the same thing's on a run, right? You're side by side, you're just running, um, and you view, you have, the, you know, that hour that you're out there together. Yeah. Um, to kind of talk about anything and, you know, it's really easy to let your guard down out there. Right. Um, whereas, you know, it may not be as easy with, you know, yeah. you're just sitting at a, a bar with somebody that you just met or whatever to, mm-hmm. to build that type of bond. Yeah, um, and that's a really good point. And that's, you know, I think, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that person at the bar knows, or like is trying to accomplish similar things as you, right? Yeah. So I think that's another. And they, you know, people who are non-runners don't get when you tell them, you know, I'm trying to run four 
you know, sub four, mm-hmm. um, and I've run four or two, and I go, oh my gosh, you're so close. Why did you just cut off two seconds? You right. <laughs> um, or you know, you tell them I wanted to run four, three fifty nine, and I ran a four hundred five, and I'm super mad. And like they're like, it's only six seconds. Like, right. That's not a big deal. And yeah. you're like, you, what are you talking about? That's the world. Yeah. Um, that's forever. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a four hundred six and a three fifty nine are completely different. You know. Yeah. And where they're like, what are you upset about? It's not that big a deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so just kind of being able to relate to. Um, the actual struggles uh, is different too. Yeah. Um, but that brings me to the question is, is our friendship solely based on the foundation of running? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. I don't know if it is for me personally. Yeah. I don't think it is anymore. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, a building block. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely like one of those like, I wouldn't say cornerstones, but it's like, think of like a foundation of a house and like, maybe a couple of those bricks like mm-hmm. right at the bottom were running bricks and so like you take a couple of those away and like the house isn't going to fall down yeah um but like when you're building the house you probably need those but like right now i don't think i think you take those bricks away like the house is still going to stand pretty well yeah so for me personally i agree i think so i do remember there's you know uh i can't i don't think it was last summer maybe two summers ago where we we didn't get to run together much because we were both one of i think you were hurt yeah. Um, and I just wasn't running a lot of the time. I think maybe I had something going on. Um, but we'd get together and be like, well, what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we normally yeah. go and run for an hour, hour and a half. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we'd sit and for another half hour and talk about the run and talk about that's when we take time to talk about our lives and, yeah. you know, be at the, we finish the beach and have a, have a drink or have a popsicle and mm. cool down and go sit in the water or whatever. And we'd be like, oh, no, without that, what do we do? What do you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess maybe we'll go watch a movie or something. What yeah. do people do? <laughs> but that's weird. I, I'd say, like, you know, the weird thing about that is we still, like, we still pretty much met each other every day that's yeah. right? So yeah. it's like, or whatever. Every but we just meet in confusion. We just meet, like, I don't know. Yeah. What's next? <laughs> this stinks. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's odd. That's funny. I do remember that summer. Yeah. It was a bummer of a summer. That was. But... Not running's hard. Not being able to run's hard. Yeah. Your boy. But mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully oh, that's... my glass is almost done. I don't know about you. Dude, mine too. Actually, that's uh, I could take about one more like half sip. I've been saving this last half sip for the uh, for the end here. But... So maybe the end here. You, I'm kind of exploring this question. So I, I signed up to run a 50 miler. Oh. And and the premise, uh, one of the reasons, one of the reasons I want to do is obvious. I just want to see if I can do it. Um, yeah. You know, I think inside of every runner, is part of the reason we run is to how far can we push ourselves. Um, part of the reason we race is okay. I ran 402 last time. Can I run 401 now? Mm-hmm. Uh, can I push myself further? How far is my limit? Mm-hmm. So that's that's obviously part of the reason why I run and want to run 50. Um, but another reason is this idea of, uh, of why run? Why do I do this? Um, you know, we said it today where, you know, we're sitting here at 4.30 and we're thinking about how it's raining outside and how it's windy and <laughs> it's December and it's, why, let's, let's skip today. Yeah. You know? But yet we still put in the shoes and we go and we run six miles mm-hmm. um, and we come back drenched and we do that daily. And, and why, why do this? And so that's part of the reason that I wanted to sign this 50 is to explore, use this as an opportunity to explore the question of why do I run? Why did I not finish college and just hang it up? Um. But yeah, why do I? Why am I called to this in a way? Mm-hmm. 
Where I don't know. I think I think I would go insane if I put down the shoes and just quit today cold turkey. Like it is an addiction. Yeah. I think I would need counseling to yeah. get me through. <laughs> you know, I would need a couple patches put on mm-hmm. and you know some counseling to help me uh, through the withdrawal of, of not running. And so why? What is it? Um, so for you right now in this moment, what is it for you? What? Why run? Why do something that most people look at you and be like, you're crazy, going out there and running? That's that's dumb that is such a good question um i think we hit on bits and pieces of it like throughout this uh this talk um but i think for me really right now is i'm i'm looking i'm staring down the the barrel of a of a like a five month long shotgun right yeah for sure um and that uh you know that trigger's gonna get pulled eventually which is a pretty that's a pretty gruesome let's say let's say like i might need another glass of whiskey yeah, yeah. i didn't know you, you were struggling <laughs> no 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 that's my bad let's uh let's put it in the track right like yeah maybe i got a lap around the track left right in yep. this last year um and so like for me i'm thinking in this moment um it just goes back to being like competitive with myself yeah holy and um when I, what like, what gets me up or what gets me to, you know, put on the shoes, um, at night is like this, this, this understanding that it's going to be over soon and I'm not going to be able to do this, uh, at this high of a level for the rest of my life. And I want to make the very most of it. I don't want to look back on it and say like, I did not, you know, I, I took days off when I could have mm-hmm. made yeah. myself better. On I let up with a lap to go. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so for me right now in this moment, I think it'll change. I think it, like it, it's a very dynamic, that's a very dynamic question to, and it can be answered a lot of different ways at a lot of different points in yeah, my life. Um, but right now it's like, I want to get the most out of my body and myself. And again, just like you said, where is that limit for me personally? Cause probably after I mean, unless I really pop something off, um, I'm looking at probably the last few months of this, this high level stuff. So, yeah. um, you know, what, what is going to be my legacy at U of M for MCC, um, for the people around me, what is my legacy? Um, you know, that, that can be changed or, or shaped or, um, you know, kind of set, set at a different level this year. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah, big time. Cool. That helps me. Cool. Helps me on the journey. Figuring out why, man. Dude, that's... Well, I appreciate you taking the time. I know it's on break. You could be home with the family, but you're sitting here on the couch drinking a whiskey with me. Dude, there's no place I'd rather be, man. It's fantastic. And it was a good conversation. I loved your insights. Um, And just uh, just talking with you. Your pleasure, man. Appreciate it. My pleasure. I appreciate it. Thanks, dude. Should we do a little clank here? A little clank? Yeah. You got five months, six months left to crush it, brother. Yeah, man. I'm going to be there and watch you finish it off. I'm going to get get one good race. I'm going to watch. I love it, man. Thanks. All right, man. Take it easy. Yeah, thanks. Love you, brother. Later. Love you, too. Bye.